too. Room for trouble. Uh, who the hell is knocking on my door at 6 a.m.? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. So quit with the pounding already. Are you trying to break the thing? I'm not a morning person. Interacting with people before my second cup of coffee never ends well in my experience. So I'm fully prepared to chew out whoever is on the other side of my door. Problem is, the hallway is empty when I get there. I figure it's a stupid prank until I see a notice hammered into my neighbor's door. In fact, the bright yellow paper is on every door, including my own. What the? Condemned due to infestation? The structure is declared unfit for human occupancy or use. It is unlawful for any person to use or occupy this building after- No way! That's five days from now! I'm afraid so, dearie. <laughs> Beneath me, standing at three and a half feet tall, is my landlady. She's so short and easy to miss that I hadn't realized she was there. <coughs> this old girl's days are numbered, I'm afraid. Ah, uh, don't say that. I'm sure you got plenty of years ahead of you. I'm talking about the apartment complex, dear. Those fancy suits from the Board of Health say we have termites. Bah, this place survived the war. It could handle a few bugs. Yeah, right. I think I'm going to start packing my things now. Finding a new place in under a week won't be easy, especially not for a pad as cheap as this one. Worse still, I can't afford to take a day off to go apartment hunting. Mm, but if our patrol just so happens to take us through some nice condominiums, I could kill two birds with one stone. With a plan in mind, I did something I hadn't done since I was a rookie officer. I went to work early. Hey, morning, Kasumi. Oh, uh, I mean, hello, kitty. <laughs> I hope you don't think you're clever, Eddie. You're the third person to make that joke, and I've only been here five minutes. Now hand over the classified section of that newspaper before I snap. Checking the ads for a new pair of underwear? You know, I hear there's a vending machine that- Gah! Okay. Okay, I'll stop. Here, take the paper. Much appreciated. Uh, why is Mia on every page? Well, between saving cats out of trees and apprehending perverts, I'd say our resident cat girl is an angel of good publicity. If she keeps this up, the head office might make her a detective before- You do not want to finish that sentence. Just when I thought my morning was bad enough, Lydia shows up to make it worse. Do my eyes deceive me? Is that you, Kasumi? After that, let's be honest. Public humiliation you suffered yesterday. I figured you would have taken the rest of the week off in shame. 
As far as I'm concerned, Lydia, I closed a case that you couldn't. Looks like I'm winning on our scorecard. Well, excuse me if I don't patronize dating sim conventions. A lady of my stature does not rub shoulders with disgusting perverts. With that in mind, you were certainly the right cop for the job. Why, you no-good, stuck-up little- Mm-hmm! If you ladies are done bickering like schoolgirls, I want you both in the observation room. You too, Wagner. Detective Kagero is about to interrogate that pervert from yesterday. I want everyone in the missing panties case to be there. Sir, sir yes, sir. sir. I can't hide my excitement. Detective Kogoro is more than just a legend in our department. He was my dad's partner and a longtime family friend. He also has a unique style of handling suspects that you have to see to believe. Good morning, Officer Evans. Oh, and everyone else, too. So, um, what are you all staring at this window for, Nya? And what's with the popcorn? Hey, Mia. You got here just in time. This is actually a two-way mirror. Does that creepy fellow inside look familiar to you? <gasps> That's him! The dastard who stole Kasumi's, I mean, Officer Evans' panties! <sighs> He's about to get interrogated by the best in the business. Just take a seat and watch. Looks like the chief has already started. I have had it up to here with you perverted freaks! Creeps like you give this entire country a bad name! I've got a daughter, pal. And just thinking of you getting your disgusting hands on her panties, uh, it makes my blood boil. Please, please. I'm innocent, I swear. Where's my attorney? Don't, I, I get a phone call or something. You're lucky you don't get a fist in your face, buddy. I swear if we did things around here like we did ten years ago, you'd be... Isn't it a bit early to be yelling, Bruce? You're scaring the poor fellow. Why don't you take an early lunch? Let me handle this one. Uh, all right. Fine. But don't you dare go easy on him, you hear? The chief leaves the room to sit with us in the audience. Of course he's not actually upset. The only thing he's mad about is us digging into the popcorn without him. Sorry about that. Guys like him just have a short fuse. We're not like that, though, are we? Mind if I take a seat? Um, yeah, uh, sure. Mr. Moto, uh, had a bit of a chat with your mother the other day. Real nice lady. She's awfully upset to have her son mixed up in all this. Of course, I told her it was just a mix-up at the station. Maybe a computer error. <laughs> Speaking of computers, the one we found and identified in your mother's basement is a PC-88 model. I'm no expert myself, but the boys tell me that's one of them 8-bit machines. Now, 
This poses a bit of a predicament, Mr. Moto. Apparently, all the games at that convention you attended required a 16-bit CPU. Whatever that is. Like I said, I'm no expert. Just trying to sate my curiosity is all. Now, if you weren't able to play those games, Mr. Moto, a fellow has to wonder what you were doing there in the first place. Oh, uh, I've modified my computer with an updated chip. I increased its RAM storage, too. That allows me to play the newer games, you see? So that's how you did it. I knew I was talking to a real computer whiz. You know, we could use someone with your smarts around here at the station. Ought to consider applying. That is, if you ever decide to stop being a neat. Yeah! That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> so, can I go now? Of course. I'd hate to take up any more of your time. Oh, one more thing. Those dating sims at the convention, which would you say was your favorite? Uh... Curvy Cat Cafe, of course. Like I said before, I was waiting in line to buy it when that officer jumped me. Ah, I gotcha. Hey, that reminds me. Before I head out, there's something I'd like you to have. Here's a copy of that very same dating sim. You weren't able to purchase one yourself because of what happened. Isn't that right, Mr. Moto? We even got you the Maiden Heat edition. I hear it's a collectible. That's very generous of you. Thank you very much, um, Mr. Detective. Oh, there's a magazine taped on the back. <laughs> Oops, how'd that get in there? So, <laughs> funny thing the boys found when they were checking out your personal computer, Mr. Moto. You have quite a collection of magazines in your room. Seems you have a thing for younger sister types. Well, I, uh, that is, I, uh... All the girls in that dating sim. They're on the busty side, aren't they? So a guy has to wonder what a lollicon such as yourself was doing with a game like that. <laughs> My tastes have changed. I like them... Um, uh, big and bouncy. 
Ah, that must be it. Thank you for your time, sir. Detective Kogoro gets a round of applause from us after he exits the room. Getting a confession out of a suspect was never the goal. This pervert is obviously no more than a grunt in a much larger operation. Got him right where we want him, Bruce. We'll tell him as soon as he leaves the station. He'll lead us straight to the ringleader in a day or two. I'd bet my pension on it. <laughs> <laughs>